Law Dog here with you, sports presentation of the Chuck Edwards Sportscaster Club. We want to remind everyone that you can hear Right Radio Sports on your time by subscribing to Western Oklahoma Sports on Apple and Google Podcasts. Clinton football has their home opener this evening as they welcome Bishop McGinnis to the Tornado Bowl. After an opening game in which the Reds ran the ball exceptionally well versus Kingfisher, head coach John Higby talks about his stable of running backs, Zayden Collins, Kentavion Hill, and Darren Hester. He's going to run through a lot of tackles. You, you know, stick your arm after tackling. You're going to want to make sure you get your whole body in front of him. He may take it with him. And you got Contavion uh, um, Hill. He, I mean, he had several good runs. But Darren Hester is a sophomore for us. Uh, I think he showed how smooth and how fast he can go too. So we've got some guys who can go that are not going to be easy to deal with. You know, one-on-one situations. Defensively, the Reds had a lockdown performance, and Coach Higby says Montel Bumpy Crane is a force on the defensive line talking to the defensive coordinator and he was over there and he was saying, well, Bumpy started becoming Bumpy again. I'm like, yeah, he, he's a difficult guy to block one-on-one. You know, you would definitely want to put two people on him if you had an opportunity to, because if you don't, there's a, there's a chance he's going to be all over the place on you. The Fighting Irish come into their second game after a week zero win versus Putnam City and a wide open offense ran by former Red Tornado quarterback Ryan Stringer. You know, they do a great job over there, and they're, they're going to be a handful. Um, go at a fast pace, run a spread offense. Uh, you know, their offensive coordinator is a former quarterback from here. They, know what, they, they clearly know what we're going to do and what we do, and he has an understanding of our defense. Game time for Clinton football was moved back to 730, and you can hear the call from Dennis Smith, Alan Bryson, and Marty Wandry on 97.3 The Score, KCLIAM.com, and streaming on Red Tornado TV at Right.media. Weatherford football welcomes Kingfisher to Roof Field and our 0-1 looking to avenge a loss to the Yellow Jackets last season. Weatherford head coach Reagan Roof says he enjoys seeing which players will step up to be leaders. Leadership is, is a tricky thing. It's more of a natural selection and who kind of um, you know steps up and takes on that role. Sometimes it's somebody that plays a lot. Sometimes it's seniors. Sometimes it's it's none of those things. And so you know that's a that's kind of a fun thing to watch here early on in the season is seeing how that kind of sorts out and who emerges as as the guys that are going to lead. You can hear Weatherford football this evening beginning at six thirty with myself, Jared Jones, and Brian Denton on one hundred point three Coyote Classic and Weatherford Eagles TV at Right Dot Media. Thomas football is one and zero on the season after a 19-12 win at Watonga last week. This week, the Alva Goldbugs come to Rossfield, and head coach Bob Ward says they have gone away from the flex bone they played last season. Where they're kind of spread and wide open and doing some things similar to what we are. So, uh, you know, we've seen uh, people that pack box with Watonga, and now we get to try to convert our defense over to spreading out and tackling in space. So uh, we got to do a good job of limiting the uh, yards after contact. You can hear Thomas Football with the call from Mike Rowe and Kenny McGuire on 99.3 News Talk KCLI and streaming on Terrier TV at Right.media. Watonga travels to Hobart to take on the Bearcats. That kickoff has been moved back to 7.30, and the pregame on Watonga Eagles TV will start at 7. Sayer Eagles are off this week. They'll travel to Walters next Friday. Football last night in western Oklahoma as Elk City hosted Bridge Creek. The Elks would lead 28-8 to at the half, and that would also be the final. The Elks go to 2-0 and and will host Canadian Texas next Friday. In Class C eight-man football, the Corn Bible Academy Crusaders got a big 42-0 win over Kremlin Hillsdale. They go to 1-1 one one on the season. They're off next week and host Canton on September 15th. Other games in western Oklahoma this evening. Burns Flat Dill City gets their season underway as they host Carnegie. Hinton Comets host Marietta after a win versus Merritt last week. The Oilers travel to Cordell. In Class B eight-man football, Canton hosts Geary. Class C Mountain View Godibo welcomes Maysville. 
Paige Pugh comes to the plate. Runner still on first. Teasley delivered. Chopped is short. Chisholm's going to field it. Get it over to second. See if they turn it for two. And it's going to be a double play there. 6-4-3 started by Harley Chisholm. That's going to end this game. Weatherford Lady Eagles will win this one 12-0 to improve to 6-0 in district play. The final call as it sounded on Weatherford Eagles TV as Weatherford Softball got a 12-0 run rule victory over their Custer County rivals, the Clinton Lady Reds. Junior pitcher Marley Teasley pitched a no-hit shutout and struck out nine. Junior second baseman Carson McPherson was two for three and had four RBIs. Junior shortstop Harley Chisholm was three for three. Cambry Davis took the loss in the circle for Clinton. The Lady Reds fall to 1-14 on the season and take on Elk City at home next Tuesday in district play. Weatherford hosts Mount St. Mary's on Monday. The Swasu Bulldogs fell in their season opener last night at Flex Kim Field. The voice of the Bulldogs, Mike Smith, has more. The Swasu Bulldogs stayed toe-to-toe much of the first quarter with Washita Baptist. Washita, though, would score 21 second-quarter points, which propelled the Tigers to a 38-14 win over the Bulldogs Thursday night. It was a Washita challenge of a targeting penalty against the Bulldogs that changed momentum. It resulted in a seven-play, 80-yard drive for the Tigers, capped off by a 19-yard pass from quarterback Riley Harms to Kimantre McKnight for the first score of the game with just over four minutes remaining in the opening quarter. Wachita would score the first 31 points of the game before the Dogs would get on the board in the third period. Pfeiffer sends two receivers to the right side. Rolls, Rod's option, pitch, left side, Ethan Heisch, end zone, touchdown, Bulldogs, beautiful option play. Great call, Bulldog offensive units. As Coach Majeski decides to go to the option, and Scott Pfeiffer ran it perfectly. He drew in the defense, pitched it out to Ethan Heisch, and he walks it in for six. The Bulldogs' second score of the game came on a fumble recovery in the end zone by Jeremiah Jones. Bulldog quarterback Scott Pfeiffer was 11 of 23 for 131 yards. Washita quarterback Riley Harms, 18 of 29, 283 yards, and had four touchdown passes on the night. The Bulldogs play their second game of the season on Saturday, September 9th, as the Dogs travel to the University of Arkansas Monticello. Mike Smith, Right Radio Sports. Swasu Soccer welcomed number 16 Emporia State to Crawl's Corner and were behind 1-0 at the half after a visitor's goal in the 32nd minute. Swasu would equalize in the 63rd minute on a Hannah Gutierrez goal with an assist from freshman goalkeeper Amelia Forsling. The game would end in a one-all draw. Swasu Soccer welcomes Dallas Baptist tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Swasu Volleyball got a season-opening win over Midwestern State at their Invitational in Wichita Falls 3-1. The Dogs were up 2-0 when the Lady Mustangs took the third set. Swasu would win the fourth set 25-20. They take on Eastern New Mexico and Western Colorado this afternoon in day two action at Midwestern State. And that's sports on this Friday. I'm Chuck Ramsey, the Law Dog, sports presentation of the Chuck Edwards Sportscaster Club.